Good to see you. Um, thank you for being with me. I see Ray, Tom, and Karen. Thank you for being with me. Uh, I know there is a debate. Uh, again, uh, thank you for being with me. I see two more people join us. Ellen and Lynn, thank you. Tom and Karen. Ray, uh, I know there is a famous debate tonight, and I, I, perhaps some people are joining the political debate there. Uh, anyhow, uh, before we start, uh, do we have another, do we have any um, question about the last class? If I know it was like a lot of material we covered last time. Uh, I should have, uh, so I should have kind of lowered the, the cast, I should have made it smaller. And I didn't manage to do it, so today you will see kind of big letters. It may confuse you a little bit. I hope it will be all right. Shalom, everyone, then. So any question before we start? Maybe a few more people will come. So uh, we can discuss a few minutes. On my any question from last class or last few classes? None? Okay. Well, then we can uh, continue, and uh, uh, I hope you will enjoy this class. Uh, let's uh, let's start where we ended last time. Remember, our topic is uh, is uh, is is uh, holiness. Oh, no, holiness and blasphemy. Only the number number. Seven commands, number six commandment of Noah. Now, uh, you can you can discuss the uh, the whole story of Joseph and Israel going down to Egypt from various perspective. You know, it's a, it's a normal subject. But we here in this class, we we now focusing on on our topic. You know, as we moved. Uh, from from number five justice now to to blasphemy, so that's why uh, everything we we look now on the, with, the, with that kind of prism. So we we focus on 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 those issues that relates to to holiness. Hello, Mary, um, and because actually that's that's exa that's exactly how the rabbis uh, um, saw that that section. Hello, and um, and and so in fact the whole service in the temple, and our service in the morning, and our middle service is all predicated on the stories here. So we cannot just ignore it. It's not like uh, something uh, uh, kabbalistic or, or or esoteric. Or we're not teaching Kabbalah here. You notice in our class we don't teach Kabbalah. I'm not talking about sphere. I'm not talking about how to, to all kind of things that teach about Kabbalah. We teach simply how to open the how to open the Bible, how to, and how to understand the seventh commandment. This is our topic, and our topic today is to continue with the question with holiness in the world, 
and how to bring holiness now, and we discuss it, we discuss what is holiness, how to sanctify the life of Hashem, the name of Hashem, not necessarily to die, that's extreme, but just to, with our behavior, uh, to do the right thing. So when you, when you do the right thing, and people who know you as a Noahide, uh, they revere you, uh, they revere Noah because, uh, or they revere the Torah through you, because you do the right thing. So that's, that's called sanctification. If you do the opposite, that's blasphemy. So we, 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 talk, we saw that actually from, from the two, all the, all the family of Israel, or from Jacob, only two people, uh, uh qualify for that. Sanctify the name of Hashem, and that's Joseph and Judah. And we saw that the entire heavenly court is uh, beautifully depicted in the verses, uh, and and it rely it's kind of hovering over over both of them, over Judah and Joseph. Judah, of course, uh, revealed the Judah sanctified the name of Hashem by by with the story of Tamar. These are the top. The top uh, two lines, three lines, they fade, the faint blue. Joseph is a, is a hard blue, strong blue. Uh, these are the, uh, the name of, uh, the, name of uh, the name of Joseph appear in, in the hard blue 11, 11 times. And it, car- also, it carries uh, a should have of K eight times, altogether with Judah is eleven. As opposed to Elohim name, we discussed it at length a few, one or two, uh, last class and before that, as opposed to the big uh, heavenly court on Elohim side, which actually uh, rely on, on Joseph mainly, there is no Judah here, because the executioner uh, the one who executes the verdict, the verdict of the of the court now, is a, is a Joseph, and he appears now eleven times. His his name, Elohim, appears eleven times. As opposed, so you have a symmetry between the blue wing and the and the red wing. Joseph appears eleven times in both of them. Judah appears. Uh, Judah appear uh, on the top, on the blue one, uh, also belong Joseph, and also the faint red on the bottom. The faint, the, if you see the, the, there are faint lines on the bottom that represent uh, Ephraim and Menashe, the, the children of Joseph. So basically, the entire the entire heavenly court, which is executing now. Uh, the, 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 the decree that was told to Abraham to bring the, the children of Israel to, to Egypt. So the heavenly court is now uh, relying, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of carried by Judah and Joseph. They are the, the, they are the one who would who, who, who carry the heavenly court, who execute, actually we'll see in a minute, they will execute the verdict. But they also uh, take care, Hashem, Hashem will take care of the Israel through them, the children of Israel. So this is the heavenly court, and remember there is a large court, uh, including the faint part. The faint part on the top 
relate to Judah, the faint thumb on the bottom relates to Menashe and Ephraim, and the strong one in the middle, the symmetric part in the middle relate only to Joseph. Joseph appears 11 times in each one, uh, and is, and, uh, and uh, 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 with the symmetric wing of, of Hashem and Elohim, each one eight times. So there are two heavenly courts imposed together on a situation, one, a larger one, which takes care of the entire Jewish people or, or in the family, or the destiny of the Jewish people. That's the big one, including Judah and Ephraim and Menashe. And now in the smaller court, the smaller heavenly court, which relate only to, to Joseph. These are the, 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 the strong blue and the strong red. And one is included in the other. There are two, you can read it later on and you will see how it, it's so symmetric, it's so beautiful symmetric. And it's so amazingly constructed like two court uh, supervising the same issues. Now, we also discussed last time, and uh, we just kind of mention it, right after the heavenly court is described, by the story of Joseph and Judah, uh, the, 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 the Torah describes how the children of Israel are born. The name Israel actually appeared, earlier appeared when they struggled with the angel. So we talk about the struggle with the angel, the heavenly choir, how they sing holy, holy, and so on. That's from, come from the story of the angel of Esau that we already learned a few, few chapters earlier. But now, in Egypt, uh, in Hungary, in, in the story of Joseph, the children of Israel are born. And we discussed it last time, how beautifully they are describing in just few verses the name changes from Jacob's son, to fetch, they go down to fetch food. But as they go down, the name, the name is Joseph Ten Brother, they are called. They went down uh, to look, because they were looking, as Rashi says, not to, not to fetch food. Uh, they were sent by the father to fetch food. The father didn't know that, the, the, that there is a, this Joseph was sold to Egypt. So the, the, Jacob thought that they are going down to fetch food. But as they went down, they went down as ten brothers of Joseph, they are called, because remember they were split into ten, and each one entered the city from a different gate looking for Joseph in, in the worst places, in the market, in the slave house, in prostitution house. Uh, they, they, were, they, they feared the worst. And that's why they were, they were, they were accused to be spies. And then... Uh, the Torah referred to them, while they're doing that, the Torah called them the children of Israel, came among those who came. That's a beautiful description we discovered last time, how the name now is, as they, as they really split and looking for, as a group now, they are not divided anymore, and they come as a group to look for, for a lost brother, the name suddenly changed, children of Israel, and this is really the birth of of the, of the children of Israel, uh, and, they, and, and they were born among the sea of people for the famine just brought, the nameless 
the nameless herds of, of masses of people who came down from Hungary to fetch food, so they are so humble. Each one uh, forget his, his, his origin, forget his rank. You know, time of hunger, you sell, you sell everything just to get food. And you have, you have no concern about politics, about anything. You just want food to survive. So here, so here uh, the children of Israel came to buy grain. Among those who came for the famine was in land. So uh, as opposed to these masses of people who forgot the origin, forgot their, their language, forgot anything, and just come down to, to bow to Joseph to fetch some food, among them is are born the children of Israel. They are born in the gate of Egypt as they, as they do something as opposed to the rest of them, of the humanity. The rest of the flock, they are not concerned, about, although they are hungry too, but they are concerned about the lost brother, and that they, they, they repent on the sin that they did. We see it time and again, how they cry. Every time, everything bad that happened to them, they, they say, oh, this is because of the terrible thing that we did. So the, if you are, in just a few verses, the name changed from Joseph's son to, from Jacob's son to Joseph's ten brothers, and then So this is what we learned last time. So if you look now, if you take a little uh, look, looking, if you look at it from above, now you see that the heavenly court. And let's go to to the first court. If you kind of look on the whole the whole section from above, remember there were two two heavenly courts. So the large one. Uh, including Judah, so you see the large one I wrote here, heavenly court, including Judah and Joseph, that's the heavenly court rely on them, mainly on Joseph, because Joseph appeared 11 times in each each wing, whereas Judah appeared only in, in Yudhevav-K, his name actually appeared there 13 times, but Yudhevav-K appeared on, on Judah only three times. Whereas on, on Joseph it appeared eleven times, uh, eight times. So the, the the court heavenly depends now on Joseph, but both of them appear on 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 the under the heavenly court, and and right after that, the the ten children the, the, the ten children of Israel uh, uh, appear. The story how they go down to his, to 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 the gate of Egypt to look for for the brother. Now, I can look at it a little different. I can take now the small heavenly court, which is more appropriate, because at this point, Judah doesn't play any role. At this moment, at this moment there's a beautiful symmetry just about Joseph. Uh, the, the blue wing and the, and the red wing, the entire heavenly court depends on Joseph, which appears uh, 11 times in each wing. And and you'll have K eight time on 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 the blue wing hey, carry eight time the Hashem and the Elohim eight times so it's a beautiful symmetric court relying on on Joseph like in the past we we, we saw in on uh, the court heavenly court relying on 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 Noah and relying on Abraham remember those giants so Joseph now joined those giants giant of, of, of righteous people 
that the heavenly court rely on them. You don't see many of them in the Torah. You know, only you can count them on fingers. So we're talking about uh, Noah, the first one. You talk about Abraham. You talk about maybe Ishmael. There is a heavenly court on him too. And, uh, and Abraham and Isaac and on Akeda, on the body. And now Joseph, he carries, he carries, he carries the, the heavenly court. As opposed, underneath, on the other side of, of Joseph and heavy court are the ten children of Israel that now call even children of Israel because they are looking for Joseph. And Judah now is still on their side. Judah is on, on among the, among the children. There are ten children of Israel. Benjamin, the eleven brothers stayed home with, with Jacob. So the group of ten, ten brothers, including Judah, they are on one side as, as, as uh, opposed to heavenly court with, with Joseph. And that's, and if you look, remember, they are now called the children of Israel. Which means, this is the source of the minion. You know, why, if you, if you, if you open the Talmud, and the rabbis ask, where do we know that we have to pray, to say holy, holy, holy? That's the meaning of Asamida. Because Amida I can say privately, but I don't say holy. I would say holy, holy, holy only if I pray in among ten people. So how do I know that's ten and not eight and not seven or not six? Why the ten? The ten come from here. This is a source. So that the, 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 the children of Israel, there were ten brothers. The verse said there were ten brothers of Joseph who were now called the children of Israel. So they, this is the source of the minion. This is the source of ten people. This is why I, I say holy, holy, and I sing a, a chant in, in the morning when, in the morning with the heavenly choir, uh, the, the, the holiness. I bring holiness to the world um, as Israel, not as a personal, because a, a person cannot bring the Shekhinah down. It's only if you pray as a, as a, as a congregation which is a ten people and more. So the, that's why I put here, you see, the heavenly court is, is in front, so to speak, and Israel is, be, is actually, if you look, the, 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 the current, the current of, the, of, of the story is from above down, because first, first the Torah presents the court, and then the Israel. So Israel is kind of moving forward. They have carried the heavenly court. But in fact, you can look at it as reverse. As Israel and Judah, including the ten people, standing in prayer, facing the heavenly court. You see that here. They're looking up. But whom do they see? They see the heavenly court relying on Joseph. So Joseph... Is, is the one who carry the heavenly court in front of the minion. Joseph is magnificent. He's a king, he's beautiful, he's facing the congregation. Later on, later on when they finally uh, reveal himself to the brother, he says, don't worry, they cry, they feel fearful, or oh, he's going to kill us because we sold him, and they were very fearful, they cried. So he pissed them and he said, Elohim, send me to save you. He says that. So he saw himself as a messenger of Elohim. I am here to save the world. I am here to feed the world. 
I'm the ruler of the world. Look at me. So Joseph standing there with a crown, with a beautiful face. Everybody love him. Women love him. Men love him. Pharaoh love him. His magnificent setting, his face is towards the congregation. And he carry above him the halo of, 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 of the heavenly court. This is the, 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 the one, one style of Messiah. There is a Messiah, the son of Joseph. A cantor, if you want, a cantor that speaks to the congregation. And he sees himself as a, a messenger or, 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 or speaking instead in, in of Hashem, like a prophet talking to the people. He's not a prophet, but he's like the messenger, the provider. He, Hashem gave through him a benefit to the whole world. So that's one style, that's one style of, of, of leadership in the Jewish people. As a count of standing in front, looking to, to the congregation, and everybody falling in love with this canto, or uh, revering. He is a great man. He is a messiah. He is a, look at him. He is hell around his head. Okay? Now, there, there is another option. And this option is represented by Judah. And there is a clash here between the two options, the two styles of Messiah, the two styles of representative of the Jewish people. Joseph, the magnificent Joseph, with a big cathedral sitting there on the throne, with the, with the beautiful, with the power of, uh, of the, of the uh, political power, military power, financial power. He's provider, he, he teaches everybody uh, the Torah is teaching, it makes people to, 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 to circumcise, it teaches them the seven commandments. He's, he's representative of God on earth. Hashem, Elohim, send me for you. You just bow to me. This is my dream. My dream was that you bow to me. I, I am the messenger of God. You have no choice. Elohim selected me. You didn't select me. Elohim selected me. So this is one style, which is kosher. Right now is, is Joseph and heavenly court rely on him. And there is, a, there is a style of Messiah that will come from, from this kind of, from, from this kind of uh, leadership. It's called Messiah, the son of Joseph. That's his name. In rabbinical literature, this is Messiah, the son of Job. But there is another option, and this is what we're going to read now, and see which one is pre prevail, which one really bring the, the Shekhinah down to earth. So, uh, now let's see what happened to Judah. We, we, we left him there with Tamar. And he is no, no one. I mean, he, he lost his power. He's a, remember, he, he, he left his brother, left his family, is associated with this uh, Canaanite. He had a trouble with the family. Two sons died, and so on. The story of Tamar is a very sad story. He only elevated, finally, he elevated himself by saying, oh, she was righteous more than me. So Judah, oh, Tamar, Tamar is a woman who turned him around. But still, he's no one. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's just there potentially there. But 
he's still among, among the rest of them. He's not, uh, he's not excelling in anything right now. We don't see him. He's just one of the rest. In fact, he may be even the, the lowest of them because he's the one who told him to, 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 to sell into Egypt. He wanted to, to save jo Joseph. This was, the Torah said this was his mind, but in the eyes of the brother, he's the one who told, he's, he told us to sell him. Maybe we, if he didn't listen to you, maybe we would have regretted, we, took him, we could have taken him out. Uh, but you told us to do that. So he, uh, he is accused, he lost his power. He's not a leader. So now you know the story. Uh, we, uh, the, the, uh, there is a brother, they, they come to the gate of, uh, they come to the gate of the city. They come to, uh, each brother come from a different gate. Uh, they come to Joseph. Joseph, he recognized them. They didn't recognize him, of course. And he says, where do you come from? And, uh, and who are you? And then they are accused to be, to be, uh, uh, to be uh, spies because each one of them came from a different, uh, a different gate. And uh, it, it take, uh, and, by, and before that, when they eat with him, they reveal, they reveal to him, he asks he ask them, uh, where do you have brother, do you have father, as if he didn't know. But of course he wanted to know what happened to his father. What happened to, do you have another brother, and what happened so, to the family. This was the first time he had contact with the family. And they tell him about uh, the father is still alive that they had one brother that uh, they died, they tell him, and there was a new brother from the same mother, it's called, his name is Benjamin, so he says, well, uh, I'm, uh, since you are a spy, you know, the, the story of the money, they, they find money, they, and he arrests Simon, he put actually the money in the bag of each one of them, uh, and finally, as they leave the city, they, he sell he sell Menashe actually he sell Menashe in in the head of a, of army of a, of a troop in head of troops arrested them for stealing money, and they come back and so he arrests Simon, and he says, well, I, you don't you don't get him back and, until until uh, and you never come back until you bring your brother your little brother. Of course, he want to test them. To see if they are sincere, if they if they would do the same thing, if they were ready to give up the, the brother like they did, they give they gave up him on him. So now that now they go now they went back to 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 the father and and um, Simon is arrested. The hunger is increases increases, but the father Jacob refused to to let him let let Benjamin go. Jacob refuses to send Benjamin back to Egypt, and now there is a test. There is an interesting test. So the, the family is, is, is starving, uh, and they want to influence the father. So who is going to be the speaker? Naturally, the first one, Reuben. So the Reuben volunteered to speak because he is the firstborn, so they let him speak first. And Reuben spoke to his father, saying, "Slay, if slay my two sons, if I bring him not to you, send send me send with me Benjamin, and I and, and I promise you, if you don't bring if I don't bring him back, you kill my my two sons." 
the rabbi said this is a, the most stupid thing we could ever say. How can you say to, to Jacob, kill my own son? What do you mean? My grandson, is, his children are not, are not Jacob's uh, grandchildren. What do you think? Jacob would kill, kill his grandson? So in fact, it became like a slogan. Every time the rabbi described in the Talmud, when the rabbi wanted to say something about, to describe something as foolish, if somebody in, 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 in yeshiva said something foolish, so the rabbi used to say, oh, kill, kill my two, kill, kill my two sons. This became like a metaphor for some foolish statement. Oh, kill, kill my two sons. You know, that's what, that's what they use this. So Reuben is completely, a complete failure. Uh, uh, Jacob doesn't even listen to him. He denies me a, a, a few. So the hunger increases. Judah, he does not volunteer. He says they remain quiet and he waits. So cleverly, he waits for, for, for his father to come again and ask them to go to, go to, to have a choice so that, because the hunger gets so, big, so great. So Jacob now comes back pleading to his children, to the son, go back and buy us some food. So Judah only now, after his brother, he see that his brother is now, he know that his father know that he know that they, they cannot go without Benjamin, and yet now the father comes begging them. So now Judah takes the opportunity. So Judah spoke. Judah now volunteered. But remember, Judah is not the firstborn. There were big. There were people older than him. There were Levi, who was very close to Simon. Simon was arrested had been arrested, and yet uh, Levi is, is quiet. But Judah volunteered. No other, no other person, just Judah, come forward, and he spoke to him. So he come from, come from his own initiative. And he said, the man did solemnly protest to us, saying, you shall not see my face until, unless your brother is with you. Now, if you send your brother, if you, if you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. We buy you food. I, we, I, I'm ready to go to buy you food, my father, if you send me, if you send me with me, Benjamin. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. You beg me to go down? Well, I, I don't, I will not go until, until I, 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 I fulfill what the people, what the men wanted me. For the man told us, you shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. And Israel said, that's a beautiful verse. Suddenly his name is not Jacob anymore in Israel. And then they were called, the children were called now the children of Israel because they were looking for, for the brother. Jacob too is now called, not Jacob anymore. But Israel apparently... Uh, earlier he was called Jacob, and now when he, when he heard Judah talking, so he sensed something, so his spirit was elevated, and, and the rabbi said he became now Israel again. This is the revival of Jacob too. And he says, why did you treat, you see, he's still angry with Judah, and he says, why did you treat me so ill as you told, as you tell the man, as to tell the man whether you had another brother? And they said, the men ask us particularly for 
first uh, status in our kind, kindred uh, saying, is your father happy alive? Have you another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of his words. Could he possibly know that uh, he will ask, uh, that he will uh, uh, say, bring me your brother down? We, we were innocently we talking to the governor of the, of the land. He asked us and we told him. We didn't suspect that he would ask, uh, he arrested him, ask Benjamin. And Judah continued to speak. Judah said to his, to his father in Israel, Father, Israel is father. Send, this is a key. This is a key verse. Now pay attention to what Judah is saying. Send the land with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both me, you, and also our little ones. I will surely surety for him. I will be the guarantor for him. Of my hand, you shall get, require him. If I bring him not to you and set him before you, then shall I have sinned to you forever. For if we had not lingered, surely now we have been returned uh, the second time. And and the father, and the father said, Israel said to them, if it must be uh, so now, do this. Take the, the best fruit of the land, uh, your vessel, and carry them down to the present and so on. What is special about Judah? Judah influenced, uh, was able to influence Jacob. Why, what did the rabbi ask, what, what did he do in order to influence Israel? What was the difference between Reuben? Reuben said, kill my two sons if I don't bring him back. Well, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't affect Jacob at all. Jacob is not going to kill the two sons. It's stupid. But he said, Judah said, I will be, um, the, the, I, am not, I will be the surety. Now, there is a guarantor, and there is a surety. I don't know, in Hebrew it's kablan, and I'll tell you the difference. If I, if I, if I, uh, if I vouch as a guarantor for a loan, Okay, you, you, you buy, my friend uh, get a loan from the bank, and I sign as a guarantor. It means that I am a second one. First the bank go to, to, to the, to the uh, borrower, and if the borrower doesn't pay, then I pledge to, 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 pay, to be the guarantor. I will pay, it. but first go to him. He is a borrower. That's, that's called a simple guarantor. But kablan, or surety, I don't know how it's in English, kablan in Hebrew, is something that I, I tell the bank, you come to me. Don't go to the board. I, I, I pledge, if he doesn't pay, I know that he's going to pay. If he don't pay, then come straight to me. You don't, even, you don't, don't bother even going to the board. You come to me, and I pledge to pay. That means I replace completely, I replace the, the borrower. And that's what Judah did here. He not only guaranteed that everyone, will, that Benjamin will come back, but he said, I, I, I personally, I, I'm, I'm replacing him. 
I, my personal security, I'm, I'm, I'm that, that kablan. It means I'm totally committed. You don't go to anyone else. I, I'm completely committed to bring him back. Not only Benjamin, but every one of the group. I'm going to bring him back to me, to you. So he suddenly, in the eyes of the rabbi, that's what he described, he represents now the entire group. He's a kablan. If somebody messes up in the group, if he's arrested or not, come he I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I will volunteer, I will pledge uh, that the, the, the each one of the, each one of those guys will come back to you. Include of course including Benjamin. When, and if not I will he says if not I will sing to you all my life. When Jacob hears that, he understands, okay, this guy is sincere. And he, and he knew Judah, so he relied on him. So he allowed them to go down and say, that's, that's what, it, apparently is all from the hand of Hashem, there is a hunger, we must go down to fetch food, we have no choice, so go, go my son, go. As they go down, now you know the story, um, we don't have time to go on the, on the particular, uh, uh, of course, they come to G before Joseph. Joseph now recognizes him again. See G Benjamin. He kissed him. He, he go to the room. He cry. He come back. They eat, and they have a good time. They drink together, and they are very happy. Release them, Simon. Simon, by the way, was not was really arrested, but in fact, he was placed in the palace. He had a good time. He was uh, treated very well. Uh, he come. They all come back. Together and as they go, as they, as they go home, we give them food and they go. We ask how the father is doing and they kiss them. But of course, they don't know that he's still a brother. In fact, they, he, he 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 listened to the to the cup, to the famous uh, silver cup, and he put them around the table according to the rank. And they, uh, this is the magic cup that tell him. Uh, who is the firstborn, who is the second, who is the third? Of course, they, they think that the cop is telling them that he's a magician, he's an enormous magician. Uh, so, and finally, they go home, and of course, he tell, before they leave, he tells Menashe, his brother, his son, go and put this cup to, in, in, in Benjamin's in Benjamin bag. And as they go home, they are arrested by the army, by Ben Hashem, and actually one of them, you stole by the cup of my, my, my father. And I say, well, what do you mean? If you find somebody that's, I mean, they are not thieves. If you find the cup, uh, wherever you find the cup, they search. If you find somebody with a cup, he'll be your slave. They are sure that nobody, how can they steal a cup? And of course, uh, it, 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 he start with the big one because he knew it. He knew exactly where the cup is. He put it there, and he ended up with Benjamin, the smaller one. And here is a cup. So he said, "Oh, you go home, and I, as you said, you told me that I will arrest the one with the cup. So I arrest Benjamin, and he arrest Benjamin. But they don't go home. They come alone with Benjamin, and they and they and they and they faith and they." Now come before Joseph, and here is a famous clash or, or a confrontation between the two brothers. Judah, who now represents 
represent bono, the, the, the voucher, the, 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 the uh, guarantee, guarantor, the personal guarantor of the group, that he told his father, his father, I personally guarantee to each one of them, I represent the congregation. I am the one who is the leader, not, not the leader, I guarantee the, the congregation is me, I, I am. And he, he stands before Joseph. And let's read it, because this is a masterpiece. We don't have to go into, into every detail, but I want to tell you what the rabbi said right away, before, as, we, as we read it quickly, uh, that every word, every, every word Judah saying, you can read it in, in three levels. When he confronts Judah, when he confronts uh, Joseph, he's, he's, he's ready to make peace with him. He, offer him, he has an offer to, to give to, to Joseph. He has a good offer to, to Joseph to solve the problem. But he's also ready to wage, if Joseph is not accepting him, Judah is going to take his sword and there will be a big fight. So peace, war, and also Judah was praying to Hashem. Here is a Judah praying to Hashem. And so every verse you, every word you see, every word you see here, according to the rabbi, has uh, three levels. In fact, Nechama Lavovich, if you have the book of Nechama Lavovich, she has a whole chapter on there, and Parashat HaShavua, and she talks about Nechama Lavovich, she talks about how each verse you can read it in two or three a, a, a level like that, but we, we, we just focus on what we want to find out here, the Kedusha. Remember, we want to find the holiness here. Uh, how, how Judah represents the congregation. So what, when he speak to Joseph, so what does he say? Let's read it. And Judah came near to him and said, Oh my Lord, Adonai, Oh my Lord, Adonai, let my, your slave, I pray ye, Speak in word, a word in front of my Lord, Adonai, ears. So he, uh, my Lord here, is, he talked to Joseph. But you already know from Abraham that Ad, Abraham called him Adonai. He called him Adonai. Adonai is secular, but also he was, remember, he was talking to Hashem. So let's count how many times he mentioned Adonai when he talked to Joseph. So only we got two. And let not your anger burst against your slave. He is very polite, but he also there is some anger. He also can be angry. For you are even as Pharaoh. Uh, the rabbi says, you can read it, you are great as Pharaoh, or you can read it, Oh, you are nothing. Pharaoh is nothing for me, and you are nothing for me. Both of you are wild worshiper, and I don't. So, as I said, peace, war, uh, and it talks to Hashem. Now, the third time, my, my Lord Adonai asked his slave. Of course, he says about Joseph, but he spoke about Hashem too, saying, "Have you a father or a brother?" And we said to my Lord, the fourth time, "We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one." And his brother is dead. And he alone is left to his mother. And his father loved him. And you, did, and you, Joseph, did say to your slave, Bring him down to me, 
that I may set my eyes on him. And we said to my Lord, Joseph, but he also mentioned Hashem, the lad cannot leave his father, for he should leave, uh, for if he should, if he should leave his father, his father would die. And you did say to your slave, unless your young, youngest brother comes down with you, you shall see my face no more. And it came to pass when we came to your to your slave my your, to your slave my father, the rabbi said the Joseph should have protested here when he said every time he said when I, I talk to my your slave my father, it's actually humiliating uh, Jacob. So Joseph should have stopped him. He said, Oh no no, he's not my slave. And and, and since he mentioned ten times uh, Jacob as a as a, as a slave. To, to, to Joseph, so he, uh, and and Joseph did not protest. So ten ten years was subtracted from the life of Joseph because of that. Anyhow, let's read our story. And he did say to your slave, unless your youngest brother come down with you, you shall see my face no more. And it came to pass when we came to your slave, my father, and we told him the word of my Lord. This is the sixth time. And our father said, go back and buy us a little food. And we said, we cannot go down. If you're young, if you're our young, youngest brother, be with us, then we will go down. For we may not see the, the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. He repeated time and again to, 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 to make it dramatic in the eyes of Joseph. And your slave, my father, Again, a mistake. Joseph should have protested that. The slave, my father, said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons, and one went for me. And I said, that Joseph speaking, surely he's, he's torn to pieces. And I saw him not since. Here, here, uh, here he tells Joseph, you know, the first time that Joseph here, what, what the, 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 the father actually thought that he died by any, so he understand now what happened because until now he didn't know what happened. He was worried why he wonder why they never never uh, 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 searched for him. His father never sent for search for him because in Egypt because the father thought remember they bought the, the, the strip coat full of blood. And, jo and Joseph and Jacob thought that he's the, the animal ate him. And if you take him, this this one also for me, and mischief befall on him, that's Benjamin, you shall bring down my gray hair with sorrow to Sheol. Now therefore, when I come to you, to your slave, my father, this Judah speaking now, and the lad is not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the in the lad's in the lad's life, if I if I if it shall come to pass when he see that the lad is not with us, that he will die, and your slave shall bring down his grey hair with sorrow, down to Sheol, for your slave became a surety for the lad. Now he tells he tell the truth to to Joseph, I am the guarantor. I am that kablan for that for that boy. For and your slaves 
shall bring down his gray hair to Sodom, and shall for your slave became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I bring him much to you, then I shall have sin to you to the rest of my life forever. Now therefore I pray thee, and he prayed to Hashem as well, let your slave remain instead of remain here instead of the lad. Take me instead of Benjamin. A bondman to my Lord. This is now the seventh time. So seventh time he mentioned Adoni. Uh, as, as if he's speaking to Joseph, but he also praying. And let the lad go up with his brother, for, for how shall I go up to my father, and the lad is not with me? So he's volunteering himself, self-sacrifice for, for Benjamin. And that's, that's a real leader, a guarantor. He's a kablan, he's not just a, a, a person who was uh, sitting on the throne, but he, he, he is ready to be a slave so that Benjamin will go home. Now, so uh, we said that Judah came in this speech to, uh, in, to, to, in three options, to plead for peace, to war, and to pray. Seven times he mentioned the name of the nine, Adoni, referring also to Hashem. Judah is known as a speaker. He represented ten brothers before Joseph and before Hashem. So now we have a new construction of the heavenly court. Uh, the heavenly court and Judah standing in front of, of the children of Israel speaking to the heavenly court. What's the difference between the previous one and this one? Judah now stands in front of the congregation. The congregation don't see Judah's face. Okay, the, the cantor or the, stand, the standing before in prayer, he cannot stand on, on, on the puppet and lead the congregation with his voice that everybody fall, will fall in love with him. How pretty this man is. All the women will fall with love in him. Look at his glorious man. No. A, a Judah style, uh, he's standing front and he's back to, to the congregation. He represents the congregation. is not there. He's representing the congregation. He talked to Hashem in, in name of the entire congregation. I am the guarantor. This is really the counter or on, on when, we, when the ten people of Israel stand and they send a cantor in front, that's what the cantor should stay in front. With the back to the congregation, is face to the ark. And that's when, when people, and when, when they, they sing now, holy, 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 the Shekhinah come down to them. On account of the, of the, of the prayer, of the, of the, of the cantor who stand in front, and they all say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Every, every, every prayer that he says, they answer, Amen. It means, we are with you. We support you. You are, we elected you. We are behind you. So there are two models now. Unlike Joseph, who was elected from Hashem, and he sees himself as representative of Hashem, his face is to the congregation. The glorious figure sitting on the throne, Judah is, is down. Is down. 
and he's ready to give him life for, for the rest of the congregation. Take me a shame. And he faces, they have any court, and his face is, they don't even see his face. Nobody fell in love with Judah, with the counter. No one worships Judah. No one reveals Judah. He's not, he's not singing, and, and nobody clapping a hand. They all empathize with him, they say, Amen, Amen, Amen. And they chant together, Holy, 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 when the time comes and, and, and a Shekhinah comes to them, the sin of, of the religion of Israel. So the Judah authority, this is a key. Judah authority come not from Hashem. Hashem didn't point him. Judah authority come because the congregation says Amen. A congregation elected him. As opposed to Joseph's authority that come from above. So this is a two Messiah. Messiah the son of Joseph and the son of Messiah the son of jo- and Judah and David. So yeah, now you know what's the difference between them. So if somebody talks to you, you can find go to convince to see speaker talk to you about Messiah, Messiah the son of Joseph. Think about the meaning. It's not just a story. It's like two styles, two, two different, two different notions. And we know who prevail. The, the Judah prevail. How do I know that Judah prevail? Because finally, and the story finishes, uh, when George Jacob, before he, before he is on the bed, on the, on the deathbed, so all his children come to him and they say the Shema, the Shema Israel, Hashem Elokeinu. And he bend and he say, bless his kingship forever and ever, Hashem. And he turn around to the children and he says, let me tell you what's going to be in the, in the end of time. And he, he selects now a leader for among the twelve children. He go, he go one to one to one to one, one after one. And he counts the strengths and the weakness. He go from Ruben to Shimon to Levi. And each one of them he, he prays and he also uh, says the, the pro and the cons. And finally again to Judah, he says, Judah, you are the one whom your brother accept or is accepted. Your hand shall, because of that, because your brother has accepted you as a king, that's what makes you a leader. Because you volunteer and the brother accepted your kingship, they stood behind you and they say, Amen. Your hand shall be in the neck of your enemies, like a lion. And your father's children, which means the children of Israel, your father's children shall bow down before you. And Judah is a lion's well and so on. So, so he mentioned Shiloh and so on. So here, here is Judah, Jacob elected not Joseph. He elect, he elect Judah uh, to, to be the leader of the family because he, he, he represented the, the, he represented the, 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 the family is, is the, is the, he is the king of, of Israel, and from a, a scepter, he said, continue to say, a scepter will not cease, a scepter shall never cease from Judah. 
This is a famous uh, uh, verse that uh, the Judah, uh, uh, the scepter will not cease. Now, you the whole quickly. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, so historically, in fact, when the Ten Tribe finally messed up and became uh, assimilated with the, with the uh, Far East and wherever, wherever they wandered, the, the Judah became Israel. So this is historically true. Judah not, not only was a guarantor, he, he remained guarantor for Israel because he, this is Israel. What is Israel? What is us? A few of us are, are Levite. The joint Judah, but the, all, all, all the Jews actually are the same of Judah. So Judah is not, is really fulfilling what, what, what he says here, I will vouch for you. I, I am the, I am the guarantor. If they mess up, I will be instead of them. Historic, as we said, the story in the Bible is for generation to come. And indeed, uh, this is, this is a, uh, this is a message here that, uh, of, of the congregation. Now, I want to to, finish, to 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 end up. So, what is the story of, about Noah? From all that, so we understand now uh, how the the, the how Israel pray in the morning. The morning as uh, the morning sun arises on on the land of Israel, the gate of the temple open. Uh, at the precise moment when when the sun is seen. Uh, the all entire the entire nation of Israel stand in, in prayer. That moment say Amida, they say Kedusha, they say Holy, 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 where the heavenly choir is, is silent or singing in the background if you wish. They may never be completely quiet, but the, the singing is on the background, the side. Uh, uh, I mean uh, the seed to the background. And, and they, the Israel, the voice of Israel coming from the ground, saying, holy, holy, holy. And then, as the sun continued to the west, the, the other nation wake up and they join the heavenly choir. So, so it looked like only Israel can say, holy, 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 and the nation are not. That's not true. And I said last, last week, we said, that uh, uh, the only difference is that Israel say holy, holy, holy in one in one line, where the nation says here uh, as group they say holy, then uh, uh, the, uh, now later it says uh, holy, holy, and then as a, as a, as the sun moves from from right to left, holy, 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 and so on, and it's cycle cycle of group. And on the ninth hour here, uh, the, the sun arrived from on the journey from the far east to Israel, and now is the the, the, the choir recede, and Israel sing. The gates are open, and Israel sing holy, holy from the ground. But the entire nation continued to sing, and we said last week, I, I wish I see my, I see a big sermon like that. It's a beautiful harmony. The choir sing. There is a certainly. There is no meaning. There is no meaning to to Israel singing holy, holy. If the nation are not are not joining in the choir. In fact, the choir is even more beautiful than and more harmony than Israel because Israel just say holy, holy, holy in one line, straight line. The choir said in harmony. And if you build up the harmony, you can have not only three but nine 
and even up to up to 24 uh, 24 different harmonies. So the the Noahide uh, they create the the beautiful singing of holy holy holy. Uh, and and how what's the congregation Israel congregation is ten. Because of here, what is no congregation? No congregation. We learn it from Abraham, because when Abraham stood before Hashem, he said, well, "You remember what happened if you find fifty? You will overturn Sodom." He says, "No, I'm not going to." So, so Abraham goes down. What happened if you find forty-five righteous people? And Hashem says, "No, but there are no forty-five." Well, if 30, would you still forgive the city? The Hashem says, you go down and down. So if you find 30, I will not overturn the city. Finally, Abraham ends with 10. He said, if you find, if there are 10 people in Sodom, would you forgive the city? So Hashem says, yes, I would, but there are none. And that moment, Abraham stopped and returned and go home. So from here, the, from here, the rabbi learned that actually uh, there is a conception also of, of a congregation of ten. If there are ten righteous people, they save even Solomon and Gomorrah. So, but the, the Abraham was Ben Noah. In Solomon and Gomorrah, we are talking about Ben Noah. So if there are ten people keeping in town it's the same commandment, Hashem is not going to overturn the, the city. So here you have the concept of ten, congregation of ten, in in the Noah, that they also sing uh, not in the same fashion in Israel, but they also can 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 construct the prayer at the same time as the morning. The temple gate are open, the sun arises, they sing holy, 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 but in three people, three different people sing it in harmony. The entire congregation can divide it and sing it in, in 24 level of harmonies, if you wish. Uh, you can construct it musically as you want, but it's a beautiful, beautiful sermon, and, 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 and it should be accompanied with also a prayer. Uh, so because the, 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 the holiness is only part of the prayer. Uh, so, and with this, we're going to, I think we finish our class today. Um, uh, any question for me? If not, uh, think about it. Uh, uh, if you have any question, think from it. We are. Uh, my plan with Hashem help is to continue, and we are not going to read the entire Torah. But uh, we, as we pick up section that tell us tell us what holiness is, importance of Nenoah, and, and we'll, we find, my goal is to finally get to the Sinai revelation where, where holiness really, uh, where the holiness really descended to the world, so and then we'll see what the whole, what Ten Commandments are is in relationship to, to, to the Seventh Commandment, what's the difference between them. Well, thank you so much for for being with me tonight, and uh, as always, I enjoy being with you. Thank you for attentive, being attentive, and it's a wonderful subject. So we can. This is just the the, the tip of the iceberg, and let's uh, meet you again the same time, the same week, um, next week. You have a good Shabbat, and uh, see you next week. Bye.